Welcome back to Men in Balance. We're talking now with Dennis from Cary, North Carolina. And Dennis, I wanted to talk to you this morning because uh, you and I have talked before about spiritual issues and spiritual development. And I've been sort of fascinating, fascinated not only with your own spiritual life, but also your relationship with your sons, which fits into our discussion about uh, fathering. So maybe we could just start with uh, with that. Um, your sons now are how old, just to get us in perspective? Well, the older one is 25, and the younger one is 21. And are they at home, in school, where are they? Well, the the, uh, the older one is uh, actually working for uh, a rental car company up in Maine, so he's away. And the younger one is still in school. He'll be going into his senior year starting in September. Okay. So... Uh, over the years, what would you say was the most important thing you had to learn as a father to bring these boys up uh, to be the kind of men you wanted them to be? Well, I, boy, there were a lot of learnings over the years, and uh, and I'd, I'd like to say they were things that I kind of naturally moved into, but it was mostly by trial and error. Uh, I, I think if there are a couple of things that stand out to me, uh, it, it was being more deliberate um, about what I did with them and why I did it. And uh, I um, uh, probably a little different than most people, but um, because I was away so much, um, whenever I came home, uh, I, I, I would take some time just before I got home to make sure I uh, understood what it was I wanted to do when I walked through that door, uh, and sometimes it was just a matter of being deliberate and saying, rather than being overwhelmed by all the work that I've had and how tired I was, it was I was going to go up and make sure I hugged them and I kissed them, uh, and uh, and I asked them about what was going on in their lives, um, and uh, again we can get so busy that we don't take the time to be more deliberate, more thoughtful about what it is we want to accomplish when we're with our children uh, and just sort of let, you know, kind of random events uh, happen. And I think we call that life. And, and I do think that happens quite a bit. I also think there's room for uh, a person when he wants to develop, uh, you know, solid relationships with his children to be a little bit more thoughtful in terms of... Um, uh, of getting together and what we're trying to do. So that that was one of the things. Um, hmm. I'm curious about uh, what kind of mentoring you may have done for them in terms of thinking about their future or their careers and that sort of thing. Was this sort of an ongoing process, and uh, could you see results from that? Well, I, I think in terms of mentoring, uh, about their ongoing careers and where they should go. I, I certainly tried to use myself an, as an example of some of the things that I did and, you know, what the consequences were, how it, 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 it either helped advance or, or, or perhaps got in the way, became an obstacle to what I was trying to do. Um, so we would have some discussions about that. And I think, you know, it, it, it's... I think when you're a dad, um, at least when they're young, they hold you up as kind of the hero, the the answer person. And 
that's okay, but I think as they develop into uh, adults, they it helps for them to see that you're not always the answer person, that you have struggles, uh, that you, you've you made mistakes. And I think if you can be honest with them about that, I think, at least from my point of view, it helps them understand that when they, you know, have bumps in the road, when they make mistakes, uh, it, it, it's okay. Uh, and I think over time you become more approachable, uh, especially to boys, because boys don't share a lot. Uh, you know, they'll share a lot about sports and about, you know, kind of everyday things. But uh, in terms of their feelings, um, what they what they want to do, some of their frustrations, some of their fears, uh, it, it, it takes a long while, i found, for them to be able to open up, and I, I think that only happens if they feel that you've opened up and, and can accept the fact that, uh, you know, uh, life is not always one big success after another. Yeah. You mentioned you were affectionate with them, that you uh, hugged and kissed them and so forth. Uh, was this something you received as a, a boy and therefore transmitted on to your sons, or... Was this something you were just determined to do? Actually, it's something I did not receive as a boy. And uh, uh, my my dad, who uh, was a very uh, uh, he, he was just a very uh, nice man, a very uh, uh, funny man. He was had a great sense of humor, a very sociable man. Uh, but interestingly or not, he wasn't a, an, an affectionate man. Um, and. Uh, Although we had a great relationship, uh, I, I think I sort of maybe in contrast to uh, how he and I uh, uh, developed our relationship, I, uh, I I made it you know my uh, certainly my intention that I would be more affectionate with my sons, and you know my dad came from a time when you know when I was born he was in another room, et cetera. And uh, it, it was all my mother's experience. And uh, when I was a dad, I had the opportunity to see both my sons born. And, uh, and I think that affects you deeply. It's, it's probably one of the most moving emotional experiences I have ever had, those two births. And so, you know, from the very start, there was a, 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 a connection that I had uh, that my father did not have with me. Uh, and uh, and I, I I hope I built on it. I, I think I did. So yeah. So are you still affectionate with them uh, now? As, uh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, and uh, you know they're 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 huggers. Uh, they, you know, you 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 uh, develop these boys. They come up in the same family with the same set of values, and you try to uh, you know bring them up in much the same way. But uh, probably, as you know, Jerry. Uh, they have very different agendas. <laughs> They're di- very different kids. So uh, the younger boy is uh, a little bit more affectionate than his older uh, his older brother. Um, but uh, you know, having said that, um, they uh, they love to hug their father, uh, and uh, uh, they will also kind of kid in in, uh, in funny ways about. Uh, they'll say stuff like "I love you, man," or uh, but. I think there are times when when things are going, uh, when things have become emotional in a good way, in, a, in an upbeat way, that you can, when you say I love you to them, it really hits home, uh, and, and uh, we've been able to continue uh, 
fashion. Thinking about uh, your relationship with your own father and your experience fathering these two boys, um, are there specific things that you tried to do that you saw your father do, for example, or did you pretty much try to start with a clean slate? Um, I, I think I, I probably learned more from uh, there are things that my father did not do that I uh, that I made it my intention to do. Um, my, my father worked uh, sometimes two jobs, so he was not available uh, whenever I might be at sports or at, at events or activities. Very rarely was he able to come. And um, I, I understood that, and there was never any disappointment that he could not be there. Um, however, um, you know, uh, my work life was a lot different than my dad's, and you know, one of the things I, I wanted to be sure uh, was that I would be able to share uh, in some of the events that were important to them. So that's one of the things that I, I, I made it I made up my mind that I would be there and that I would experience that uh, with them. And uh, and uh, maybe unlike a lot of dads, where they became very involved in coaching and directing and leading their sons. I, I didn't want to be put in that position. I wanted to be able to enjoy the experience and and, uh, and and have them be able to talk about what their experience was without me being in a in a position of either judging or critiquing uh, what their performance was. So those were, that was one of the things. That so I how, how difficult was it for you to balance your professional career and find time to be at their ball games and this sort of thing? Yeah, I. You know what? Um, it, it certainly involves some choices. I, I, I remember early on when both boys were young, I was in a job that required my getting on a lot of planes and flying all over the country. And you know, after a while, that got old to me. Uh, you know, I, I think when we first get involved in travel, uh, there's a kind of a, a romance, uh, a mystique to it. Oh, I can go anywhere, and the company is paying, and I'll see all these great places. After about a year, that got old uh, real fast, and I realized they were growing up, uh, and I wasn't seeing any of it. So, you know, at, at the time, I, I actually changed jobs so I could be closer to home and be with them more. So, you know, I, I'm not saying everybody has that opportunity, but it, it was a, a deliberate uh, uh, action on my part that uh, that I would have to change uh, what I was doing uh, in order to be closer to them in, in terms of having more time with them and more presence. And, and I did that uh, in one of my job changes for that purpose. Let's talk about discipline for a minute uh, in terms of raising children. Uh, what lessons do you think you learned as a father there, and uh, how, how difficult was it for you and your wife to be on the same page about disciplining the boys? Um. I, wow, that's a, that's an interesting one. I I, I don't uh, I don't remember uh, uh, a lot of discipline in in my own uh, home when I was a kid. Um, simply because we were so busy with school and activities, and I I, I seemed to be involved. In, in in a group of with a group of friends that were good just 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 pretty
pretty wholesome kids, and so uh, there weren't a lot of opportunities in terms of uh, of that I was disciplined, uh, or, or or maybe I blotted them out. Uh, ha- having said that, I do remember uh, my dad listening very very closely to me and what choices I wanted to make, uh, and being. Uh, uh, Encouraging, um, uh, you know, uh, and and I, I think I brought that along with me, w- with my children, uh, you know, um, in terms of disciplining them. I I, I, I remember a a friend of mine when I was bemoaning how how much work the kids were when they were six and two, uh, kind of listened patiently to me and said. Oh yeah, wow, that's a lot of work. And he had older, more grown-up children at the time, and uh, he, he looked at me and he says, I, "I have one thing to say to you in term in terms of all the difficulties you're going through with your children." And he kind of laughed and he said, "You know what? Small kids, small problems. Big kids, big problems." Yeah. And uh, and he was right. I, I think that disciplining became more of a how are we going to do this and how deliberate are we going to be? And it was a we. My wife and I would discuss it. When these when these boys moved more into the teenage years and beyond, so uh, and then you know after the teenage years, if you if you haven't if you haven't set the values that that they can discipline themselves by, then then things are going to get pretty hairy. Uh, um, but but we tried to talk about it, my wife and I, quite a bit in terms of what what would be done. We did have some instances where they got into trouble and. Uh, you know, we, we tried to let them reflect on on what would be, you know, in in response to this, what what would be consequences that they feel would be appropriate. And many times, when they came out with the consequences uh, of their actions and how they thought they should be disciplined, it was a little bit stronger than we would have done. But we went with their ideas, so we actually involved them at times, not all the time, in in the disciplinary process. You mentioned at the beginning something I wanted to follow up on, and that was. I think I've heard you say before that when you would come home from work, you would take a few moments in the car or in the garage before you went into the house to just sort of pull yourself together and make a transition from work to home. Um, yeah. How did you do that? What what And what would you recommend for guys who are looking for that? Well, I, I, I actually did two things. The, the, the first one, just, just to follow up on what you said, is that the garage was my sacred place, and for most men it's because that's where they keep their tools, et cetera. But it, it was really uh, a place where when I arrived home, I would actually sit in the car for two or three minutes and make a decision as to what I wanted to do when I walked through that door. And that was my way of balancing what had been a, a frenetic day, uh, most of the times frustrating at work, and saying, I'm not going to bring that energy through the door uh, when I come into my house uh, because uh, I haven't seen these children in, in a long while, and I didn't want them to remember their father as just some, you know, half-crazed guy who was, you know, just uh, nutty about work, etc. So I would actually say, you know what, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make sure I, I, when I walk through that door, I'm going to smile. It sounds simple. I'm going to smile at my wife. Uh, I'm going to seek out both children, they, uh, wherever they may be. They may be uh, playing with a game or uh, on the computer, etc. And make sure either I touch them or I hug them and smile at them, etc. I'm going to set the tone 
because if I don't, then just random events will set it for me. And uh, so it, it sort of took a while for me to sort of change my tone and and uh, you know and style uh, in the garage before I walked through the door. So that was one of the things I did. I found that to be very very helpful. I didn't want their first impression of their father coming home to be uh, anything but, wow, dad's home, why, this is great. Uh, And uh, probably the second thing I did was usually on my way home, I would call my wife and ask her, uh, you know, just how the day was and and try to kind of feel out what I might be walking into (laughs) once I walked through that door. And it gave me when I did find things that either were upsetting or I didn't like, et cetera, it gave me the ride home to deliberately think about how I wanted to react to those things. And, and you know, you, you, I, I guess a, a third thing that I did uh, that my wife and I agreed on after many years was that we both agreed that when I walked through the door, uh, I wouldn't complain about something that happened at work and she wouldn't you know, hit me first thing with something that was broken or fixed or uh, needed my attention, that we would use the, the first 15 minutes of that, uh, of that time just to, you know, say hello to one another, uh, to be able to kind of gear down, change clothes, maybe, uh, you know, maybe have a beer, et cetera, and, and just sort of uh, uh, wind down before we got into the business of home, which usually meant fixing problems or, you know, dealing with uh, kid issues. So those were the three things we did, and we found them to be pretty successful. It it really is like reentering a different atmosphere, isn't it? So you have to adjust and be prepared for the new environment. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I've done that. I I found that to be pretty um, successful in my own life where, you know, I, I think during the day, we enter different segments of the day, whether it is, you know, we get up from our our work and, you know, go to a store. We come from that store and, uh, you know, uh, come home. There, there are different pieces of the day, and most of us run through that because we have, a, you know, 101 things we want to accomplish. And I tried to be a little bit more mindful that I was entering a different part of the day and, and 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 uh, and be able to say to myself, what well, I want to get out of this day, uh, or this segment of my day. So, and especially with my kids, um, and 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 I found that to be helpful. One last question. Um, sure. Let's talk about spirituality and your own faith over the years, and how you have either imparted that to your sons or watched their own growth in that. What would you say about that? Well, I, you know what, you can talk a lot about spirituality and, and, and religion, and I, I think the, the, the kids, for us, were great learners by watching us. They, they truly absorb more than we're ever aware of. So uh, I, I think for us, the, the example of how, we, uh, of how we demonstrated and exercised our faith uh, was extremely important. So we were churchgoers. Uh, it was important that uh, you know we worship and we talked about why we worshipped. Uh, you know, at home uh, we would certainly give thanks during meals or before meals. Uh, and 
and we encouraged the boy and my wife you know uh, my wife uh, actually taught uh, taught religion uh, we, we were Catholic and they were um, we are Catholic and there were because both boys were in, in, in public education they had religious lessons and my wife was active in uh, in, in teaching that and uh, and they were a part of that so uh, I, I think there comes a time when uh, they will hear all the lessons but they watch and they will see how people act and to me that's the real passing along of what spirituality is uh, and, and you know over time uh, especially when they were away at college a, num- a number of times they would say hey I attended such and such a service and you know, we weren't around, uh, so uh, how, how people, how they develop their character and how they act and what, what, what is of value to them usually happens uh, genuinely when their parents are not around. Then you know whether or not you've made a difference. And uh, uh, from all indications, I think we have in that regard. Dennis, our time is up, but I really have enjoyed talking to you about uh, the prospect of raising sons, particularly. I think that's something that young fathers uh, face with a little trepidation because it's a little different raising boys than it is girls, or at least so I'm told. I raised girls. But uh, thanks for your time, and we'll be talking to you again. It was my pleasure. Thank you, Jerry.